Yo, today's QOD is give yourself permission to do something extraordinary. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quarter of the Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Dr. John Martini back on the show. And yesterday, Lisa Nichols talked about giving yourself permission to do the thing that you really want to do. However, there are a lot of us who aren't quite sure what that thing is. And I've had this theory for many years that I believe that most people know what they really want to do is that there is these fears that keep us from claiming it, from really deciding, like, this is what I really want. Like, a lot of us think that, you know, things we really want, they're they're too silly or that people are going to judge us. And so Dr. Demartini in this clip breaks down the seven fears that stop you from doing and being and having what you want. And so really listen in and take inventory because what this can create for you is is an awareness It's almost like when I was blaming all these external things for the reasons why my life wasn't going the way I wanted it to go. And then I read this book by Dr. Sereni Pillay called Life Unlocked. And I realized like, wow, I have a fear of success. Like this is a fear within me that's holding me back, not something that's outside of me. So listen in closely and see which seven fears apply to you. We've got Dr. Demartini coming up, but first this. So here's seven fears that can immobilize you, and then we'll take a little questions time. The first fear is a fear that I'm not smart enough. Has anybody ever said, I'd love to do something, but I don't think I have the the degree, the intelligence, the creativity, the imagination, uh, the smarts, the brain power to pull it off. Anybody been there before? Use that as a fear? That stops people. The second fear... And by the way, that fear is actually a byproduct of minimizing yourself to somebody you think has more intelligence than you. Because you don't feel that fear when you're around people you know are dumb. (laughs) You only hang out. When you're hanging out with people you think are smarter than you, that's when you get that fear and it mobilizes you. The next fear is the fear of failure. You feel you're going to fail it. You know what you would love to do, but you fear you're going to fail at it. So you start lying to yourself saying, I don't know what I want to do. I do a program called The Breakthrough Experience. I do it pretty well every weekend, 43 times a year. And every week, somebody comes to me and says, I don't know what I want to do. And I said, bullshit. That's not true. I said, you know exactly what it is, but you just have fears of mobilizing it. Your highest value is pulling you and calling you to do something constantly, what's inspiring to you. So you don't want to lie to yourself. If you lie to yourself saying you don't know what you're doing, you're lying. The truth is you do know. The fear of not being smart enough, intelligent enough, creative enough, the fear of failure. If I do it, I might fail. And then they'll think I'm stupid. And then I won't feel smart enough. You see it? They compound these fears. But the fear of failure can stop people. But the real truth is if it's something really important to you, even if you didn't make it the first time, you get up and do it again, wouldn't you? Imagine if a child, the first time he got up to walk, it said, I'm not doing it. It'd be going against its natural nature, wouldn't it? It's natural for it to want to walk. It's natural for you to do something extraordinary. 
And when you say have the fear of failure, you immobilize yourself because you're comparing yourself to people you think have more success than you, and then you hold yourself back. The third fear is a fear of not making money at something or the fear you're going to lose money pulling it off, trying to do it. Raise your hand if you've ever had that one. You really have this great idea, but you're afraid you might, be, you know, might lose money at it, might not make money at it. Then you'd feel like a failure, and then you'd feel stupid. So then the, the fears start compounding. Anybody been there before? They start compounding, don't they? And so, again, that's uh, another illusion because if you really, 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 really care about doing something, you won't stop. You'll persevere. You'll endure pain and pleasure in pursuit of something that's really important to you. And if you do not make money at it, it's because you're not caring about human beings because you make money by serving people. And if you're focused on yourself and not serving people, then money is automatically not to be made to teach you to serve people. And serving people is not sacrificing yourself for them. Serving people is finding out what's inspiring to you and how to share it with them and find the people that need what you have, what your talents are, directly or indirectly. The next fear is the fear of losing loved ones or the respect of loved ones. And I've watched many people that have a career, they're uninspired in it, but it's secure. They've got a family, they've got a couple kids, they've got a wife, she's got a, they've got a house, she wants the security, and she, he wants to do something different, but he can't and feels trapped because he, he does it. My wife will be upset, and she will leave me if I don't give her security, and if I take a risk, I might not succeed, and I might feel stupid, and I might fail, I might lose money, and then the house will be in jeopardy, and then I'll lose my wife. I've seen this many, many times. So now the fear of loss of loved ones can make you what? Also fear the loss of money and make you feel like a failure, make you feel stupid. It goes around the wheel, doesn't it? The next fear is the fear of rejection. Anybody ever have that one? Fear of rejection. Do you know that you don't care if somebody's a nobody and they reject you and judge you, it doesn't bother you. The only people that you fear rejection from are people you put above you. Anybody you put above you, you have a fear of rejection of. That means if you think that they're more socially empowered than you or have more influence than you or their, their opinion matters more than yours, that's when you have the fear of rejection. But if you just have some guy walking down the street you don't care about, you don't care about their opinion, and that guy rejects you, you just go, well, that's their opinion, whoopee-doo. It's only people you've given, you've subordinated to. In fact, every one of these fears are subordination fears. You've subordinated to somebody who thinks their opinion is more important than you. You're, you're, you're infatuated with somebody, you fear the loss of somebody. Because you never fear the loss of somebody you actually, unless you're infatuated with them. Does that make sense? When you resent somebody and he leaves, you celebrate, don't you? You don't have the fear of loss of the person. But if you're infatuated with the guy and he leaves, you're devastated. See, if you have him above you and you minimize yourself, you fear of losing it. And there are nobody you fear of having around. You want to get him gone. The next fear is a fear of not being beautiful enough, not being strong enough, vital enough, healthy enough. And I've seen this many times, and uh, I've seen this with women, particularly uh, with their beauty, because women and beauty tend to go together, and, and so they have a high value on beauty because that's their, that's their power, one of the powers. And so in the process, if all of a sudden somebody else comes along that, they, that they're a little anxious about that might have more beauty than their and dr grab the attention of the guy or whatever, they can be insecure about that, and they can have fear of not being beautiful enough. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Anybody been in one of those boats before? Only one woman here? I know better than that. But we can have that fear. Same thing for guys. Fear can, you know, guys can fear, oh, my God, I'm losing my hair. You know, my ass is starting to sag. I don't have the washboard abs anymore. My teeth are falling out, you know. And, oh, my God, they, they, 
My, my wife all of a sudden is wanting to get, she's a cougar now, now that she's got the money. <laughs> she wants the younger man. These things are fears, yes? Okay? So the fear of not having the body or the vitality or the looks or the beauty or the health, we fear health issues sometimes. And the last fear is the fear of breaking the morals and ethics of some spiritual authority. I'm amazed at how many people get caught in dogmatic religious constructs and coordinate to that, and then they try to live by these, these dogmas, and then they, it's not really them, but they're afraid of not following it because they think they're going to get burned in the stakes of hell or something like that, yes? And they're really into this fear mode. And the reality is that that's not necessarily a truth. That's just a, a belief system they can get stuck in and get in fear about. Now, what's interesting is if you put those fears together and put all seven of them together, you immobilize yourself, you lie to yourself, you act like you don't know what's really important to you, but the truth is your life is demonstrating your values, and your highest value is your mission. And if you dedicate your life to fulfilling your highest values, you have a fulfilling life. And if you have a vision clear that's beyond the fears, the fears don't stop you. And the fears are simply imbalanced perspectives, and they're subordinations to people around you that you've put on a pedestal. And I'd rather stand on their shoulders than sit in the shadows of anyone. In the Breakthrough Experience program that I teach, I have a methodology where we take the most empowered people on the planet, we find out the traits that we're admiring, that we're looking up to, and then we go and look at where we have those in our life, because we're not missing them. Nothing's missing in us. It's just in a form we're not acknowledging. We don't put them on a pedestal. We don't fear rejection. We don't have these fears stopping us, and we give ourselves permission to do something extraordinary. And I believe that we're here to do that. I believe it doesn't matter what age you are, you still can turn, turn your life and do something amazing with your life. And how many degree you want to make a difference in the world? Welcome to our life. So we can. And you know, the greatest difference we can make is when we're authentic. We're true to ourselves, Because that's where our greatest innovation, creativity, and origination and genius is born in that. We're living true to ourselves. Because we're not trying to be somebody we're not. We're being true to ourselves. That's the original thing. Because no two people have the same values. So if we live according to our own values, we're unique. And that's where we have our greatest power. That was Dr. John Demartini. His website is drdemartini.com. I recommend a couple things. Number one, go to his website. Go to drdemartini.com slash values and take his value determination test to see what's most important to you because you got to make sure that your goals are aligned with your highest values that is huge so make sure you do that test also pick up his book the values factor you can pick that up at amazon.com or your local book retailers fantastic book and also watch today's talk this is about an hour-long talk the first 50 minutes were as amazing as the last 10 minutes that you heard right now so check that out it's called John Demartini, Public Talk, Creating Amazing Life. All right, my friend, I will see you tomorrow with Mr. Jim Rohn. I'm out. Peace. Peace.